So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Big news in the war between AEW and WWE. WWE feeling the recent controversial and provocative tweets by Tony Khan were a little bit much. Plus, we have breaking news about a big debut on this week's SmackDown. What's going on, everybody? It's Kev Callum. I'm with you live, and I have to do the whole thing by myself, so it takes me a while to scroll up and take this thing off the screen, then get this other thing on the screen. Give me a co-host already. Uh, Yeah, there we are. So let's get right into it. So much to cover on today's show. Thank you for joining us live. I've been able to uh, go live a handful of times this week. It's been a very, very crazy week. A lot of wrestling news to get into. A lot of content for you to consume, by the way, on our other channels. Over on YouTube, I did a great video. It's up right now, uh, nearly 30 minutes long. The rise, the fall, and the redemption of Shawn Michaels. Very, very proud of it. Please go check that out. That's on the Sports Kita Wrestling YouTube channel. We also just dropped a video about whether or not you can trust Kevin Owens. Uh, But we have breaking news uh, right before we went live here today uh, that we'll get to in just a little bit. Want to hear from you guys there. Uh, We'll talk about it in just a few minutes about the uh, big debut on tonight's SmackDown. We'll talk about that big name that's debuting. But let's get into the thing that everyone's been talking for the uh, the better part of the last week or so. And that is this story about WWE viewing the recent tweets – from Tony Khan as a declaration of war. Uh, this is coming from a recent episode of Wrestling Observer News Radio. Uh, and uh, Dave Meltzer reporting the internal feeling in WWE is that it was a declaration of war. But considering, you know, they declared war back in 2019 when they went into business at this scale and got on, you know, cable television, all these different things. And really started competing for talent. It is two big, well-funded operations going against each other. Uh, this follows up what happened on this week's uh, Tuesday Night War that we saw. You guys saw this a few days ago where WWE won in the ratings, a show that they stacked with Undertaker making a teased surprise appearance, one that wasn't confirmed. John Cena in the corner of Carmelo Anthony beating Braun Breaker in a really great match where Braun Breaker had Paul Heyman in his corner. So they brought in a bunch of big names. Very good shows. Uh, AEW was stacked. They had Brian Danielson on the card. They had Chris Jericho on the card. They had Edge's debut match. Adam Copeland got started used, used to saying that and so much more. But I want to know, what did you watch? What show did you watch live? Did you watch one of them live? Did you watch one later? I wonder if StreamYard, the uh, software you use, is giving me issues to see your comments live because I haven't seen it yet. Usually I have some people with me. Hit the like button if you're watching live. Let me know what you guys are with us and, and go ahead and uh, join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you guys all. And let us know your feelings on it. Share the link or you stink, all that good stuff. So uh, the controversial tweets, though, follow up everything with uh, the ratings kind of coming out. And obviously, Tony Khan is on Twitter, on X. And he's going to get a lot of flack from people on there, uh, as he always does. He's going to get trolled by t- Twitter trolls, and they don't police it enough. And uh, I guess he couldn't take that much longer. Uh, and he responded to some of these tweets in this really, really crazy way. Uh, Mac Davis saying I watched AEW on my television, then I watched NXT on my computer. So, uh, which one did you like? I want to know what show you enjoyed more, which one, one you as a fan. It seemed like it was a good night for wrestling all around here. Um, people saying, duh, WWE, uh, we were ready for the Wyatt Six. We'll see what happens there. Ash B saying, uh, duh, WWE and NXT. 
So people are already p- picking their sides here. But these tweets were pretty out there uh, from Tony Khan and the eyes of a lot of different people. Uh, the specific one that went up that got things going was yesterday uh, when he tweeted, uh, I believe it was yesterday, when he tweeted, this week, two active, long rating streaks for two great legends were ended. With all due respect, okay, that's, that's okay. Uh, with all due respect, until this week's head-to-head AEW on TBS versus WWE on USA, he's naming them here, neither John Cena nor The Undertaker had ever been on a WWE show with under 1 million total viewers under the 400K demo. Okay, it's worth noting, the ratings came in. WWE NXT did around 907,000 viewers. It is over 300,000 over the 600,000 an estimated Nielsen overnight ratings that came out on Thursday, on Wednesday after the Tuesday night collision. Now, uh, AEW obviously normally airs on Wednesday night uh, on TBS. Uh, they had to move because of Major League Baseball playoffs. WWE NXT has been on Tuesday nights for well over a year. It's their night. Obviously, WWE NXT battled on Wednesdays against each other. And now this. Uh, and, you know, WWE went in this. They stacked the card. Everyone said, oh, they're desperate. They're desperate to win. They're desperate to win. Why are they desperate? It's their night. They want to compete. If you're going to go head-to-head with them, of course they're going to be that. I, I thought the word desperate was a wrong word to use. And if you say they're desperate, it's like you can just get hypothetical then because it's really just you describing something. If, w, if AEW had these same type of names at their resources, they would use those names to get ratings. Just like they built to this rating where they're on a different night. So we're going to give you edges for this match. They gave you Brian Danielson on the card against Swerve Strickland. They give you Chris Jericho on the card. They advertise big name. What's the difference? Okay. More people were intrigued by one show. And the, I think the, I would say the novelty of John Cena and NXT is really appealing to some people, even if he's just cutting promos and he got Undertaker too. Uh, so, uh, and this is a high rating for WWE NXT as, as it's going into a negotiation window for a new TV show, you know, a new TV deal. So very interesting. See how this plays out. Uh, so this is interesting. Uh, more stuff kind of coming together here. And I want to know more of your takes on this. Uh, so Tony Khan uh, then puts out tweets that get a little bit more personal. He talks about how this is um, a personal thing for him. This is a personal issue for him and how this got personal for him. I, he, that was a big word I kept u- people using here. He referenced a very real situation uh, a year ago. That This was a year ago that his mother was in the Mayo Clinic, the renowned Mayo Clinic in Minnesota, I believe, uh, getting treatments. And this business became personal, he says. This weekend marks one year since the At Mayo Clinic saved my mom's life. During her ordeal, many AEW talent came to me alleging WWE tampering. WWE was trying to get them. Inducing them to break their contracts. I'll never forget these calls at her side in the hospital. It's when business became personal for me. Not that I should be surprised, but... The same WWE avatar accounts that spam me every day, no matter what I say or what it's about, now turning their wrath to mom recovering from a near-death experience is why I hate these people to the bottom of my heart with all of my soul. I would assume he's referencing the trolls there. Um, It just, you know, it's been described as a Twitter meltdown. It's been described as all these different things. Um, and obviously, WWE taking these tweets, specifically the the one about Undertaker and 
John said it is a declaration of war. They're not too happy about that. Want to know your take on this? Was this too much? Did he did he go too far? Was he was he was he uh, really out there? Was he doing too much with this whole thing? I want to hear from you guys. Sound off in the comments. Let me get some of your let me get some of you guys up here on screen if I can here. Got to do the whole thing by myself. Yeah, here we go. Um, um, in terms of people watching this week's AEW NXT thing, which has been the big talking point here, I know I have so much noise here on screen. Uh, Jason says watched uh watched Edge on AEW versus Luchasaurus. A little rusty, but Edge give some give one a spear. Christian has the TNT Championship. Edge wants it, so he's looking forward to that. He's into that. Uh, Willie goes saying Tony doing too too much sometimes. Um, I want to hear from you guys here on the on this whole thing here. People saying. Oh, Edge is AEW senior citizens. That's a reach, dude. Come on. As, as an aging, as we're all aging, by the way. Did you know that? We're all aging in real time. Uh, here we go. Joe, Joe Asman says, as long as both sides keep mentioning each other, both companies are going to be laughing all the way to the pink. It's a good point. You know, uh, it's, it's worth noting, you know, Tony Khan obviously gets attention on these tweets and, and then announces matches. And gets a lot of attention on his. Most of his tweets are about announcing matches that are coming up on television shows with graphics and stuff like that. He's promoting stuff, so he's definitely trying to get attention off of this. You know, Francisco choosing his side, saying WWE's trash. Um, Ricky Castillo saying WWE won the ratings. AEW won the wrestling, like always. So people taking, picking uh, picking sides. Uh, Mac Thomas, I asked him what show he likes. He, he says I like a I like AEW. Paul is saying he likes WWE. You can like whatever you like. Um. Graham Courtney saying toxic Tony losing it in real time. So I want to hear your take on this because there's a lot of different takes on it. I heard some people saying like they completely support this and they love it. Uh, a very popular video creator named Wang. I, I really like his content. Go check him out on YouTube. He makes really just fun pop culture, just weird stuff on the internet. He kind of digs into it. He was saying, got him, Tony. Like you got him. You really got him, Tony. And people were like, what are you, what are you talking about? No, he didn't. And he was just like, no, I just want them to tweet more like this. I get there's some people that just like the noise of it. They like the noise that it's going to create. And, you know, you want people to compete for you. Um, Daryl saying, Tony K, never heard of the saying, don't poke the bear. Well, the bear was already poked years ago. The bear was poked when you got talent that is synonymous with WWE to come over there like Chris Jericho. You got people to. Uh, turned down an, a WWE deal for an AEW deal and vice versa. And, and the bear has been poked. The bear has been poked. Long time ago. Uh, but this one's a little bit too much. And there was talk, you know, before uh, the Tuesday night head-to-head battle, which WWE won in the ratings. They won by a definitive margin of over a quarter million viewers. And they won the demo, by the way. A lot of people just saying NXT is too, uh, the TV audiences there are too old. It's not the case this week. And that's been changing for a while. That hasn't just been like just this one week. They're also both, uh, they both did very well up against Major League Baseball. And uh, I believe NHL got going that night too. I know the Blackhawks and Detroit started a game that night. Uh, but, you know, people are talking about these Tony tweets. Stacy's saying he's doing too much. One has nothing to do with the other. Uh, yeah, but he's getting attention. I guess it's all about attention. Uh, other people are chiming in here. Jesse Hyde, faithful supporter. Tony Khan is turning into a crazy madman. I hope New Japan forms a partnership with WWE alongside Stardom so Kyrie Sane can bring in. Jesse, you're always texting me about Kyrie Sane. I always see your, I know that's your thing here. Uh, supposedly she's with WWE. We haven't seen anything, but there's a lot of people who've been signed to WWE contracts for months now. Like Carlito was 
under a deal for months, but just didn't appear until they had the right thing they wanted for him. Uh, by the way, uh, we do have a name uh, that is expecting uh, to make a big debut on SmackDown. Uh, I'll have that coming up here in just a second. I'll talk about that. Um, Want to hear from this. People say, no wonder why CM Punk left. Well, there is a CM Punk tie into this. Obviously, CM Punk no longer with AEW. There was some talk this week that WWE turned down a deal with him. Did they turn it down recently? Did they turn it down in 2022 when he was not coming back to AEW? But then he did. And then, you know, now he's a free agent. All these different things. But House of Wrestling, which has been able to report a lot of different things in the CM Punk camp, uh, says this is part of the reason why he's probably not there anymore. His tweets and stuff like this. Stuart Mitchell says, just shut up and enjoy wrestling, people. Jesus. <laughs> I want to full screen this. I can't. I, I wish I wish there was a way for me to full screen what this is right here. Uh, thank you, man. I say enjoy wrestling at the end of every show. Then the, there's been some people uh, in the wrestling media sphere, uh, guys I respect, uh, Alfred Kenawa. I'll, I'll bring up Alfred. He writes for Forbes. Uh, just pro some bits and, and – uh, he said some pretty, you know, provocative stuff. Uh, and I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm not deriding him. But he doesn't like the enjoy wrestling guys. No, I want you to be, be biased and be petty. That's what I wanted to be. Don't tell me not to be. He's made some interesting things. Not disagree. I, I don't agree with him, but I'm, I'm saying, hey, man, you get to have your take. It's okay. And by the way, we're just, we disagree about wrestling stuff, okay? We're not the people fighting with the money and the ratings and this whole thing, too. Uh, Robert saying, uh, Robert, uh, Robert says, Tony did go too far with that tweet. If Tony wants a war, he's going to get a war. WWE army members present. <laughs> if he's not down with that, we got two wars for you. Oh, dude, are we getting the DX tank? I bet. No, AEW already tried to do something like that. They tried to do that with Sammy Guevara, like trying to do a tank thing outside of his show. This is like two or three years ago. Um, I believe there's a chance. I, I heard this reported, but it, it looked confusing. Uh, that collision may air on a Friday, uh, November 17th. I don't have the information in front of me. I wish I did. I'm sorry if I'm ill-prepared here, but I just want to be sure of that. Um, I'll get to your question. I saw a question here about Raw. I'll, I'll cover that, but I want to cover more of these different things here. Um, it's a long one here from Julian How Holland. I, I won't put it up on the screen because it's too long to fit on the screen, but I'll read it. Uh, the last war, Vince McMahon took on a billionaire who owned the network. Uh, he lost the biggest stars and Hogan, Macho Man, Nash, and he won and bought his competition. WWE needed a competitor to better their product. They got lazy. I don't know if they got lazy, but they, they definitely the competition, I think, drives something out of WWE and AEW. I just wish Tony Khan would just worry about his product and stop mentioning WWE and tweeting about WWE. That's what Bischoff started to do. Always mention WWF and it would backfired. This is a new war, and the only fan, the the only ones who benefit are the fans. That's absolutely correct. The, the, tr the true winners are you and me. Look at that giant paragraph. That is huge. Thank you, Julian, for writing that long thing. I appreciate it here. Um, love hearing from you guys. Want to hear more of your takes? Um, <laughs> people, more people bringing up Eric Bischoff when he used to do this too. Um, people saying the Friday Night SmackDown premieres this week. Uh, yes. Some news about that. Roman Reigns going to be on the show for the first time in like, what, over a month or something like that? Um, Tamara, say, can someone tell Triple H 
that if he wants to stick it to Tony, advertise that WWE superstars will be at the Saints Jacksonville Jaguars game on Thursday, and maybe he will get AEW to do the same. Ratings and exposure. Tamara, I did not know that they are doing a, that. There's gonna be. Oh, are you saying send people to the game? Oh, that would be crazy. Tamara, what a what a what a shot, dude! If, if like. There was just the NXT champion in like the front row of a of a Jacksonville Jaguars game. The Jacksonville Jaguars are owned by Tony Khan. So I mean, like, if he did that, like that was just their way to like continue to antagonize Tony. That'd be nuts. That would be actually crazy. Um, I've heard about the Tony uh, the Randy Orton return, but at this point, I'll believe it when I see it. I've heard so much about this. People asking Randy Orton expected for Survivor Series. No confirmation on that. I know there's reports about it. Fightful put it with it. But at this point, we had him returning at SummerSlam. We had him returning at every big pay-per-view. Uh, we had, him, you know, there's some people saying he was going to show up at NXT because he was training at the Performance Center. I haven't heard anything about him being cleared. At this point, it's a wait and see it for me. I'm going to go a little bit longer, guys, because uh, we haven't done much of a live this week. And I'll get some of your questions in here as well. So if you have questions, uh, be per- uh, to, uh, prepared to uh, take them off here. Uh, big name is expected to debut on WWE SmackDown. This is coming from PWA Insider, former NWA world champion who has been a WWE producer for some months now and has been kind of in a tryout phase, but not being utilized as a talent, Nick Aldis. Nick Aldis, the national treasure who was a big part of the NWA, Billy Corgan's NWA, and was the NWA world champion that took on Cody Rhodes at the show that really got AEW going, but never really signed with AEW himself, all in. Nick Aldis was a huge part of all of that. Probably one of the biggest non-WWE names to never be on WWE television in the last 10 years is Nick Aldis. And he's married to Mickey James, uh, somebody who's had a lot of history in WWE. Uh, so, um, very interesting to see how this plays out. Uh, and he is expected to have a GM role over SmackDown. Adam Pierce, uh, don't know what his role will be, if it will be reduced at all. Uh, but you'll see him kind of being the guy, the matchmaker, the guy who solves situations and sets up matches and different stuff like that. Uh, I would love to see Nick Aldis wrestle. I don't think he's uh, too old in that regard, but this is a way to uh, have him, you know, or, or too injured or anything like that. But he, he carries himself very well. He speaks very fluently. I've been interviewed, uh, Nick. He's very much a very, very charming guy who knows how to deliver dialogue with conviction and hold your attention. Uh, he's a guy who's been in the entertainment business a long, long time. He started on a show called Gladiators, which is like the, the UK version of American Gladiators, and then made his way into TNA Impact. He's definitely like an Impact all-time guy in terms of their all-time greats. Uh, so, I mean, him being on television is, is, I think, for diehard fans, it'll mean something. Maybe for the casuals, it'll be something they have to learn if they're just watching WWE. And there's fans that just watch WWE. That's okay. That's why SmackDown is the most watched show in pro wrestling right now. It's going to be on Fox. That is expected tonight. How he's going to be introduced, I don't know. Uh, also on tonight's SmackDown, this week's SmackDown, depending on when you're watching it, uh, we're going to see what the trade equivalent was. Now, Jay Uso got traded from SmackDown to Raw. Uh, Jay Uso and Cody Rhodes expected on SmackDown tonight, even though they're Raw guys because they won the Undisputed Tag Team titles. Raw, SmackDown titles, let's well, jump between shows. Uh, so that's expected. We're going to see who that trade is. That'll be interesting. Um, but uh, back to the Tony Khan tweets. WWE considering a declaration of war. What is their response? Do they make a response? Do they need to respond? I don't think they do. I don't think you're going to see Triple H tweeting about AEW anytime soon. Uh, but I do think they'll do different things. Uh, I think you're, if we do have this uh, possibility, I believe November 17th, uh, that we could have AEW Collision and Rampage on at the same time as SmackDown. Uh, that is going to be interesting. That show will get stacked. 
Uh, that'll be a very, very interesting thing that plays out here. Uh, and I'll see how this gets even more intense. And that'll be right before <laughs> Survivor Series. Uh, but I think WWE is going to focus on what WWE does. AEW on their television, they will. Uh, but you'll see guys who will go off the handle and do what they want and try and get attention. And AEW is still a challenger brand. They still need to get people's attention. So I understand there's a balance with it. Uh, Brandon Howell back on this AEW WWE thing. He says, I'm thankful for AEW and WWE. I miss WWE, WWF, and WCW days. More chances for wrestlers to make it and more wrestling, period. Yeah, there's a lot of wrestling on right now. A lot of wrestling on right now. Randy Engel, watch out, watch out. Old school, been with me for years. Thank you, Randy. Um, I want to hear from you guys about this. Uh, back to the main topic we opened up with. Want to get more of your questions? If you guys have questions, go ahead and fire them off. Fire off questions. I'll get I'll get a couple answered while we're rolling here. I love doing it. Fire off questions, and I'll get them answered here. All right, here we go. Jump it in, Jason. When is Roman going to defend the championship? He's coming back tonight, Jason. I think we're going to get a real a clear idea on this week's SmackDown. What is the future of Roman Reigns as WWE Champion? He has not defended that title in quite some time. You know, if they want to go to the old school, got to defend it every thirty days, brother. We're going to get more. I mean, they could go back to that, but it's, it's, it's the whole thing's at work. He could work around it, right? Uh, clearly, they did it with Brock Lesnar years ago. Uh, back on the Tony thing, Graham Connick. Tony Khan is acting like a child that uh, that's never been told no and has always been given what he wants. He lost and is now throwing a temper tantrum. And it's doing AEW not good. No good. Well, uh, you know, other things we've heard from people in the wrestling industry uh, and people I've spoken to as well, uh, is, and this was already reported uh, well after I heard about it, but I mean, I, I was some people I'd spoke to today, um, is there was, there, there was a sentiment in, in AEW of, um, that that's not something you need to do, <laughs> the, the, the Tony tweets. And this is people in AEW. Now, obviously, WWE people were not happy about it. They kind of took offense to it. Um, but people in AEW were like, uh, it's kind of unnecessary, you know, was, was the way it was described. Uh, unnecessary and it would in you know there's better ways to get attention basically but got attention you know got a lot of a lot of retweets a lot of people in that conversation a lot of engagement but is it did you get good engagement does that convert into viewership uh so let me know what you guys think here um charlotte russell yes watch out watch out charlotte russell thank you so much charlotte uh orton returning i hope uh as a heel we'll see we'll see uh, you don't get to close up that whole storyline with him and uh, Matt Riddle. Because Riddle's out of WWE right now. Uh, Randy Orton, if he gets cleared, you know, he had a back a lower back fusion surgery. Not a lot of guys come back to wrestling after that. Uh, a lot of guys get those lower back fusion surgeries and they kind of call it a career at some point or relatively soon after that. Um, so we'll see what happens. If he gets cleared, he's cleared. I, I, I know some people saying he's going to be a part of Survivor Series. Fightful Select's reporting it. And I'm not denying the reports at all. But, uh, you know, from the people I've spoken to, it, uh, I'm still in the sense of I'll wait and see. And a lot of people are just kind of, you know, quiet about it. Jim Thorne, do you think uh, we will ever see Nick Aldis wrestle in WWE? I would hope so. You know, I mean, the, the guy looks like a wrestler. You look at the guy. He looks like He-Man come to life. Got huge shoulders massive chest also a big guy who can move he's not a big guy who can't move uh he has a build uh that uh, is a very broad chested guy i mean uh and it has a lot of power and strength has a great flying elbow uh can really work with people can really really talk and carry himself in a very very different way uh and uh also i, I don't think wwe's an international company you have a guy who's an english talent uh, he's very he very much assimilated with the american style has been for more than 10 years um, but you know, can he work within the WWE system? Does he know how to frame the camera? He's never been on camera for WWE. 
Uh, he's been working for them for a couple months now as a producer. So we'll see what happens. Um, here we go. James King. Do you know if Biggie is ever going to return to WWE? No, I do not. Uh, and the last I heard about that was he was waiting to see how his neck healed. He's working out. He still has maintained his muscle size. It looks positive. It looks good. Um, but he said if he's done, he's okay with it. I know his uh, his project, his animated project about uh, very influential African-American heroes. Uh, Our Heroes Rock, the pilot version of that, that was crowdfunded. That is going to have a premiere relatively soon. I wish I had that information in front of me, and I'll follow up with you guys on that. Um, but I'm rooting for him. I would love to see him return to wrestling. You know, I'd love to see. He's done some ambassador stuff. I know he appeared at last year, not this year's SummerSlam, but last year's SummerSlam. He was there uh, seeing the new talent that was trying out, and he looked healthy. You know, he was not wearing a neck brace when I saw him. Uh, that was over a year ago, but, you know, we'll see what happens. We'll see how you know, breaking your neck is a pretty serious thing. Uh, and he had a very, very serious neck injury. Uh, Michael saying, do you think Gunther versus Brock is a premium live, uh, premium live event worthy and who wins? Oh man. I, I don't know. I can tell you who wins. Um, Brock could take a loss, uh, and, uh, Gunther hasn't lost that intercontinental title. Match. I think he's lost tag matches, but he's never been pinned. I don't know the last time he's been pinned. Um, but him versus Brock is a real attraction. Two larger-than-life guys. I've heard the rumor of it. Brock has gone on the records. I didn't hear Brock go on the record with it, but Gunther has. And we asked him about it uh, around the Supertar spectacle. We had our team out there in India, and they were asking me, and he said, oh, yeah, it would be a solid match. He didn't deny it. He didn't blow it off. Um, but, yeah, I think I think it's interesting. Uh, the Brock versus Gunther would be an otherworldly match. Gunther is having these big matches. He doesn't wrestle on television a whole lot, uh, but he, de- he when he defends that Intercontinental title, it feels like a big deal when he does it, right? How much bigger is that title because of him? And the length of his reign, now record-breaking. He's now the longest-reigning Intercontinental champion of all time. You can only do that with time and development and built-up anticipation. So him taking on Brock would be really interesting and really appealing. Uh, I, I think there'd be a very much a premium live event-worthy match. Two Titans. You know, that's King Kong versus Godzilla type stuff there. And uh, you you can do that, but you got to live up to the hype. You know, they did Lashley versus Lesnar, and I don't think it lived up to the hype. I went and saw it. It was fun, but it was more of an angle to get to another Roman match. And it it felt like it took away from the attraction of it uh, To if you were just pulling off an angle. Uh, John saying, excuse me, <clears throat> Punk returns uh, ever? You got to retype that. Or at Rumble 2024. Well, I heard some people say, you know, if Punk was to return, that Royal Rumble uh, would be the ideal thing. But, you know, WWE sources have said, no, there's no Punk right now. We don't want people getting their expectations up. And yeah, Wrestling Observer is saying that WWE turned down a deal. Fightful Select saying that WWE turned down a deal. Uh, I don't know if that's a no forever. Maybe that's just a no right now. Uh, I know for sure they definitely didn't want people getting the impression that because, you know, Chicago, CM Punk, that he's going to show up at Survivor Series. Uh, So that's worth noting. Um, Ozzy saying, is Rhea Ripley going to get stripped of her title? I don't think so. Rhea Ripley's so popular, so immensely popular right now. Uh, we have some new video reels up on our Instagram with her as well. I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, people saying, thank you for answering my question. Happy to do it, man. You've got new questions. Go ahead and shoot it in there. Jeremiah, is Nick Aldis a GM? Yeah, he's going to be an authority figure. He's going to be a WWE official. That's the word we're getting from PWA Insider. want to get to more of your questions here. Uh, Charlotte, do you know the status of Sheamus's contract? I don't know the status of it. I know it's up within um, 
a period of 2024. It could be up relatively soon, but there's rollover time on those deals due to injuries. Uh, and he's dealing with an injury. You know? and he hasn't really been active since he did that retirement match with uh, Edge. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, lo- I'd love to hear more of your questions. going to try and get to as many of them as I can. Um, Michael, do you see Braun Breaker as a Paul Heyman guy? Well, he was this week. He was a Paul Heyman guy this week, and it certainly gave him the rub, and it gave NXT the ratings rub, and all those big names like Heyman and Cena and, and Undertaker and all these big names being on the show, they, they got something special, and he got the rub from it. The people say, oh, he, got, he got jobbed out by the Undertaker. He lost to Carmelo Anthony, and he, he got chokeslammed uh, by the Undertaker. And no. You have to main event a television show, and you got to play a villainous role, and you got chokeslammed by a legend. You got to have an angle with a legend, a certified legend in The Undertaker. And have a great match with Carmelo Anthony and have Cena at ringside and all those different things. And work an, he worked an angle earlier in the night with Cena too. Got to punch John Cena. Braun Baker's, whether or not he's a Paul Heyman guy, he's winning. He, people think you have to win a match to win in wrestling. It's not exactly the case. Um, Benjamin, uh, bringing this up. I, I, I thought someone would bring this up. He goes, uh, how will Raw do in the rating if they move to Tuesday? I heard about this. Uh, Ari Emanuel speaking at a conference, a business conference this week uh, about TV rights and different things. UFC is also under the TKO banner with WWE now and Endeavor. Um, but he said, you know, we're open to moving. Raw, we could put we could put it on a different night. We're open to it. And I think that's more for them to kind of spark conversation. He said they were talking to more than one people. They did uh, sign a deal to get SmackDown over to NBC Universal USA Network on, believe it on Fridays, and that could change out. Uh, they'll do that in October of 2024. It's still on network television now on Fox. $1.4 billion deal. Puff your chest out. Flex your money, brother. Um, but it, yeah, he's kind of alluding to that. Uh, if it went to Tuesdays, uh, you'd have to move NXT. Uh, and, you know, I <laughs> we're going to get back into the ratings head to head stuff. If I'm AEW, I really don't want them moving it to Wednesdays because then you got to move and you got to move fairly quickly or move before they move. Uh, if I'm AEW, I don't want to be head to head with Monday at Raw. I really, really don't. Uh, and uh, you're going to have fans kind of choosing. I'm not saying the slice of the pie is that big. It'll be, it's been good for us and you go head to head before, but you know, NXT, it didn't get canceled, but it moved to a different night. And that was a smarter decision for them in the long run. And we've seen that and they've grown their audience and the 2.0 thing has kind of worn off and Shawn Michaels kind of found a path and they're developing some real stars and they have a good mixture of people in between from Raw and SmackDown, which I think is smart. And they kind of have a seamless transition between the brands. Um, Steve sort of saying, see, Punk might have non, non-compete. It, it might be the reason WWE and Punk are not talking right now. No, I don't know about that. We, we don't know enough about that. That's speculation, but I understand what you're saying. I'm not dismissing what you're saying, but I just don't know. He could or he couldn't, you know? Um, Annie Loreno saying, uh, Annie Gomez. AEW starts shit, then they lose. And they're like, can't we all just get along? <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to do maniacal after. Uh, Lynn, here's a question. How long will Cena be in WWE? Will he express this at the premium live event post-show press conference for Fastlane? Uh, and talked about that. He's been open about it. The SAG after strike, the Screen Actors Guild strike that is still going on right now and actually could be going on even longer. Talks on that broke down between the, the major studio heads and the union that represent, represents those actors. Uh, 
John Cena's in that union. So he was in the middle of producing a project, filming a project, and then found this window. And basically he's with WWE until he can, you know, go back to acting. Uh, and there's been this rumor of a potential John Cena Roman Reigns match at Crown Jewel in November. Uh, and they're alluding to some things between Cena and the Bloodline camp. And we're going to get Roman Reigns tonight on SmackDown. And John Cena is a SmackDown guy for a little while. I think maybe that's the direction we're going in. How long he'll be around? Maybe into November, I would say. If not, maybe he's on that Survivor Series team. So we'll see. We'll see what happens here. Uh, what's your thought? People making fun of my co-host over on, on the channel. Rick Uccino. Going to be on Smack Talk. Dutch Mantel, I believe they have a live show later on tonight after SmackDown. Uh, people think SmackDown will be good tonight. I agree with you. I think it'll be an eventful show. Um, Kitty saying, I love AEW with all of my heart. If it's war, I'm Tony Khan's troop. Trooping for TK. Uh, Michael, what's your thought on WWE wanting to do Uncle Howdy cameo to honor Bray? Is it a good idea? Heard about this. Uh, there was a reported idea of a Wyatt Six element. Of course, Bray Wyatt sadly passing away early this year. Um, and a very, very sad, sad situation. They were going to do something with the Wyatt Six like faction and Uncle Howdy was like another character within that realm of stuff. And Uncle Howdy was portrayed by Bo Dallas, who is Bray Wyatt's brother, uh, a guy who also grew up in wrestling and wrestled for WWE for years, left the company, came back, but he's never been reintroduced as Bo Dallas on television again. Smart fans know, all right, uh, that he was the portraying the Bo Dallas. Uh, Bo Dallas was portraying the Uncle Howdy masked character with the weird goatee and such. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Uh, could you do it without Bray? You could. You could do The Fiend without Bray. Uh, but I don't know how fans would respond to it. it it's certainly a testy idea. But I feel uh, that it because so much of what Bray is mysticism and supernatural elements that you could do those things and do it fairly respectfully uh, as a cameo or something like that. They've done some out wild things. They did holograms with you know Bray at one point. They had him distorting his voice and being sister abigail at a match or something and it, there was some stuff that was just out there you know steve sir saying i want william regal to announce war games i agree with you that'd be fun uh people asking when is Kyrie saying gonna come back to wwe she's already been signed with it uh i don't know i mean you know, she's in that same carlito category uh, we're signed and, you know, they're waiting for them something to do with them. Is Bo Dallas still with WWE? I believe he is. I believe he is still with WWE. Last I heard. Uh, any big surprises tonight on SmackDown? Yeah, you're getting Nick Aldis, it appears like that. You're going to get him introduced as an authority figure. Um, people saying, uh, Michael, do you see a championship in LA Knight in his future? Which title? Uh, maybe the United States Championship, one of the mid-card titles, I think would be the way to go with him. Uh, LA Knight would be a hell of a guy to beat Gunther, but Gunther's very much on the Raw side of things recently. So we'll see how this plays out. Thank you guys so much for watching. I wanted to go longer today because I didn't do enough lives, but I really wanted to hear this here. Marshall Kempen is Vince. Who's this Vince? Who's Vince? Out of creative? What is creative? I know what you're talking about here. Vince McMahon, uh, is he really out of WWE creative? That was reported this week. Uh, that Triple H is the guy that the new owners, Endeavor, and Ari Emanuel, 
uh, oversee TKO, the group company that WWE's in, they really look at Triple H as the guy with creative, that he has 99% point control. Uh, but Vince is still going to be involved. He's still an executive uh, a chairman for WWE. And he is still someone who's going to have influence on what happens with WWE from time to time. But for the most part, this is Triple H's WWE right now. And it has been, by the way. There's been some changes and different stuff here and there, but it's been his WWE for a while. Um, off tense about the whole thing here. If WWE Raw were to move to Wednesday nights, is it fair statement to say that AEW would go out of business if they continue to move the way they are going now with TK? Wow. Okay. Okay. Off offense. I think I'm saying your name correctly. I hope so. Uh, a lot to devour in there. Yeah, I, I brought up the possibility of, of WWE moving Raw to a different night. Um, it depends. Um, I, I don't think AEW is going to go out of business. I think they would change their nights. They would pivot. They have a lot of money. They have a lot of resources. Uh, they seem to have a TV partner in Warner Brothers Discovery, which is their main business partner for the most part. They still get the most of the revenue. Uh, that would want to have a successful show. And I don't think Warner Brothers would want to have a show that goes head to head with uh, a show that's been on the television dial as a brand with WWE. That is the brand in wrestling. And they're a challenger brand to that. Uh, I don't think they want to go head to head. I think the once you found out that raw was moving to your night, you would want, if you knew about it before it was announced, you would want to get ahead of it and change your night as soon as you possibly could and market it within two or three weeks and figure everything out, and that would change the whole way you tour and the buildings you have booked for months. So, I mean, there's a lot of different ramifications of this. You're, how you book talent would completely change them, too. Um, if they went up head-to-head -head with Raw, uh, it would be a long fight for both companies. Uh, would Raw still be three hours on a different night? I don't know. Uh, would, would fans be upset if Raw wasn't three hours anymore? I don't know. There's a lot more questions that this raises than it does. I just I can tell you I don't think AEW would go out of business. They're not going out of business now. Uh, I thought you know the viewership they got this week moving Dynamite to a, a different night is pretty good. You move to a different night uh, when you've been on Wednesdays for the most part for four years or whatever, and don't think they're going out of business anytime. As long as they still have this deal with Warner Brothers, I think they're going to be all right. Uh, but in terms of Raw moving to a different line, I also think the thing that if you're AEW that you like is if Raw doesn't go to a cable network, if they go to an Amazon Prime, if they go to like a Netflix or a Hulu or something like that, where the show is streaming live on those, and that's the only place you get it. Or they go to Peacock. I don't think that's going to happen. NBC would keep them on. NBC Universal. And you get episodes of Raw on Peacock like a month afterwards. Hulu. I believe you get episodes of uh, Raw the next day. Uh, so, I mean, if they went to one of those, that would be a big deal. Um, but if they did that, they went to a streamer. Uh, the issue with that where it's completely over the top is you wouldn't be fighting for cable TV ratings. And then AEW technically uh, would just be competing with other television shows on the cable rating, you know, offering. And you wouldn't be able to compare those numbers. And then, but people would still try to compare those numbers if they could, right? Uh, but if it went to a streaming app, that would change a lot of things. It would change a lot of things for WWE. And you wouldn't have commercials. You wouldn't have all these different things here. People saying, oh, I'll bring it to this night, that night. Uh, people say, how about Jade's first opponent? Jade Cargill, she's in WWE. How about her? I don't know who her first opponent would be. I think they're going to premiere her soon. They had her on Raw. They had her on SmackDown. They had her on NXT. Uh, and really did the big rollout and made her feel like a big, giant star. I know people want to see that Jay versus Bianca match. I think you're going to see that match. That was the first one when she signed, and a lot of people said that. Um, I'm of the thought Jade's going to 
premiere soon. I think you'll see her in the ring probably before Survivor Series or at Survivor Series. Maybe that Friday night right before Survivor Series would be the night to do it, like that SmackDown weekend, uh, that Friday night in uh, Chicago. I got I to gotta get on top of that. That's coming down here. Thank you guys so much for watching. I went nearly 40 minutes. Uh, hopefully, I don't get in trouble for doing it. Did you like it? Hit the like button. Hit the like button. All of you. One, two, three. Like. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Like. Do it again. All right. Share the link or you stink. Uh, tag your buddies in the, in the, in the comments below. Uh, if you enjoyed this, uh, watching it on demand, thank you so much. I want to hear from you, too. Just because you aren't with us live doesn't mean I want to answer your questions. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at Kev Kellum. You can follow me on the Instagram at Kev Kellum 6. All right. And also follow Sports Kita on all the different apps. We're on the Snappy Chat. We're on the Instagram. We're on the podcast. You can get us in your podcast and yours as well. All right. Go ahead and subscribe on any of the different apps. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. All that good stuff. You get audio of this. Vince Russo, bro. Our exclusive interview recently with Rob Van Dam. All that good stuff. Remember, when watching wrestling, please do the most important thing. Enjoy wrestling. Bye.